Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. You know, this, you know, I always try to bring different experiences and bring light on certain issues. And this gentleman who I interviewed before reached out to me. His cousin had got murdered, so to speak. I guess I definitely could say murdered. Um, sitting in his car, if I'm not mistaken, by the police. And I wanted this brother to talk to me about it so all of us could be aware about it and see what we can do to bring more light to the situation. So go ahead, my man, talk. Let's, let's hear it. Look what happened, basically. So pretty much Sunday, August 28th at about 11, 11 in the afternoon, pretty much my cousin, he was at the gas pump at a gas station. Reports are saying that he was sleeping in his car, intoxicated, whatever the situation was. So they were pretty much the gas station that called the police on him for a welfare check. When the police went to check on him, I guess pretty much the situation was calm. At first, they let him get out the car. They let him smoke a cigarette away from the gas pump. When they let him get back in his car, that's when pretty much the confrontation happened. I don't know exactly what the confrontation was, but it led to a welfare check turning into a homicide. Pretty much multiple police officers shot my cousin multiple times. Are they saying he reached for a gun? Did they find a gun? What's going on? So the reports are saying that they did find a gun at the scene. My cousin was 27. He was a licensed carry. He had pretty much his license to carry a firearm, but the firearm wasn't found until after the murder. So right. So, so here's what I'm... Good. I'm listening. I was just saying there's so many questions and so many red flags. I mean... Why did the police feel safe enough to let him smoke a cigarette away from his car and then let him get back in his car and pretty much that turned into pretty much deadly force? Like there was no de-escalation at, at this point. Right. Now, at the gas station, they should have video. Yes, sir. And did you get the video yet? So this is still fresh. Like I said, it literally happened a week ago on Sunday, so we haven't had any information from the police Pretty much, we're just reading the news reports and trying to figure out everything we can from there. Right. Now, do you have the number to the, the police department and all this stuff? Yes, sir. Yeah. And as we're talking, let's give the audience the name of the police department, who to talk to, and the number, because we're going to have everybody that's listening to my show to call to ask when will the tapes be released and make sure you say your cousin's name as well. Yes, sir. His name is Keyshawn Thomas. And pretty much we have a GoFundMe as well. Let me look up all his information here that I have. The GoFundMe is Justice, the number four, Keyshawn, K-E-S-H-A-W-N, and then Thomas, T-H-O-N-A-S. And that's the GoFundMe there. All right. So he didn't have insurance as well. Uh, no, sir. Right. This is stuff I always talk about. You know, I, I, I hate GoFundMe. I, to the point, I don't even like talking about GoFundMe on my shows because 
I try to teach everybody, whether you're 21, 18, you got to have life insurance because you just don't know so that you, your family members, don't have to tell people to go get, so you don't have to mention a GoFundMe. In this situation, because you're my man, I'm, I'm going to allow us to mention it because um, it's just a sad thing all over. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm numb to it in life about what's going on with the young generation. I'm mad that the people at the um, gas station doesn't use common sense. And to the people listening, from females who get into domestic violence to guys who want to cause problems to women, anytime you have to bring the police in, especially when it's a small situation, it can lead to murder. The people at the gas station, all they had to do was knock on the man's window and see was he okay. Exactly. That's all they had to do. I wanted to say, like, this was a situation, pretty much a welfare check. If he was sleep or intoxicated, if that was the case, I'm like, why wouldn't he pretty much tow his car, arrest him, and take him to the substation to sober up? I'm like, this yeah. must jump to deadly force. Right. And, it's and for them to bring in for them to bring in more police, because it don't take a lot of cops to do a welfare check. Exactly. It doesn't take all that. And with this police shit anyway, I think these motherfuckers wake up hoping they can kill somebody one day. I really believe it. And the media... You know, reach out for justice. You know, I don't want to say fuck the police or anything like that. I want to change laws and legislation because, I mean, this happens too much. It's not going to change, fam. So forget that part. We're going to deal with reality here. From the Parkland shooting to gay people getting shot at the clubs down in Miami years ago to uh, kids getting shot at schools. I mean, shootings have increased like almost 200% over the last 20 years. Like, it's, it's getting worse. It's not getting better. Even if they so-called act like they passed the laws from the Biden administration to Clinton administration to the new registration, yeah, They'll say these laws, the X, Y, Z, but it doesn't stop the person or cops from shooting, from pulling the trigger. People have to stop putting themselves in bad situations, meaning if you're driving fast and you're not doing speed limit, the cops pull you over, that can lead to murder. If you're drinking and driving and you pull over in the gas station, you fall asleep, that can lead to murder. If you go into a grocery store, and one wrong turn or you could slip, that can lead to murder. Like the cops want to shoot so fast, and they only kill the blacks. You understand? The and then that's white thing I wanted to say as well. Uh, pretty much my cousin was biracial. He was black, white, and Mexican. So in this situation, this could be anybody's cousin, brother, or son. Uh, don't matter. He said, I bet you, I guarantee when he started talking, he sounded black. And... Yeah. White people can shoot up the whole fucking city, kill 19 people, and make it to the police station to, to face trial. Not a scratch on them whatsoever. Not a scratch. And I just think the media is so powerful 
that the same way music influenced young kids to kill each other and rob, the media does the same thing to police officers who promote gun violence and shootings. You know, you could be sitting watching your TV, you get influenced. So cops get influenced by what they see. You know, like the young lady, the young man in Wisconsin or Minnesota who took off because he was pulled over for air freshener on his window. Now, I'm going to say both sides of this. Now, he should have just got back in the car and took the L and went to jail. He could have bailed out. But the lady pulled out her taser and said she thought it was a gun. And that's bullshit because when you put those two on the table, a taser is bright yellow compared to a gun. And you know the difference. She pulled out her gun to shoot this man. It wasn't a taser. And it just fucked up. And when I read your thing, it hurt me because um, back in 1995, my brother got shot by the police. Now, my brother was on a, on a high-speed chase from the police. And normally when I was going there, they would whoop your ass if they caught you. They would know, beat you with sticks and shit and punch the fuck out you because you, you, know, you made them chase you. But this time, they, the man took his gun out and shot my brother seven times. He died. So I wanted to bring enlightenment to your family because if there's anything we could do, anything people could say, especially to get the tapes out. Because like you said, it happened in Albuquerque, Mexico, right, or Texas? Yes, yeah, sir, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Probably nobody's going to hear about it, yo. Probably no one will hear about it. It may, it may not hit national news, but I wanted to do my part to bring this to um, to the forefront and awareness to people. Um, it's just sad that every every fucking day there's an issue with the police. Some is our fault. Sometimes the cops can make better decisions. And I think if you're a cop, unless your life is being threatened, you should not try to kill somebody unless they were trying to shoot you. That's how I feel, because, you know, there's a fine line between resisting arrest and pretty much cooperating. Yes. In that situation, I mean, he's obviously cooperating if they give him a chance to smoke a cigarette away from the gas pump. Yes. I'm just so confused about how that turns into pretty much killing this man. Yeah, like, and he's a young man. That exactly. My cousin was a great cousin. He's the type of man that you talk about on this podcast, 27 years old, no kids, living his best life, doing everything he's supposed to. I feel so bad for his parents because they did everything they were supposed to do as far as raising their son, and they're supposed to be watching the fruits of their labor, watching their son grow up and watching him, you know, interact with his little brother, and they just took him away because they felt like it. They obviously seen something they didn't like and killed this man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it just hurts me, man. It, I, I really, for the last couple of days when I reached out to you, I couldn't wait to do this interview because I know how important it was, and I didn't want to pass on. I didn't want to wait a week or two weeks to do this for you. I wanted to make sure that um, I could do this for you. This shit is so fucking sad, man. Damn. Well, what was he majoring in school? 
um, I don't think he was in school right now. I know he went to school to pretty much community college, but I'm not too sure exactly what he was majoring in. Okay, okay. And do you know his plans, what he wanted to do with his life, or did you ever have discussions of that? Like I said, he was 27 years old, so right now he was just working and pretty much, I know he had went to school, but he was a good cousin of mine that was taken away for the wrong reason. I don't want to act like we were the closest of cousins, but he was the type of cousin that, you know, I would see at pretty much funerals, at holiday events. It's a small city, so I would see him around the city. Anytime I would post something, it was always positive energy. Congratulations, cousin. And just ended in a terrible way to just take my cousin away like this. It wasn't fair. It could be any one of our cousins, any one of our brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Now, you know anything about the cops who, who was there? Do you know anything about that? So pretty much the reports are saying there was multiple officers there and there was multiple shots fired. So I feel like there could have been at least one cop that could have, you know, took the initiative to de-escalate the situation. Just took one right, to right. de-escalate the situation. Yeah, I agree with you 1,000%. Like, they never hold each other accountable. You know what I mean? Like, like yo, my man, we don't have to shoot him. No, my man, put your guns down. That's everybody. Let's talk this out. Exactly. I can't see him being a threat and there's that many cops around. He wasn't robbing the gas station. It wasn't a hostage situation where he had somebody in the car. He was holding them hostage and he was threatening to kill them. So basically we have to see the tape, the video. And hopefully they they don't edit it the thing. But I don't see how you can edit a transactional situation at the gas station because it's it's it's, it's cut and dry. Yes, sir. It's cut and dry. There's no way to get around it. Every three minutes, let's start giving up this police department and the phone number to call, my man. Okay. Yeah, Albuquerque Police Department. Yeah, let's say the phone number again. I want to say as many times as possible while we're having this discussion. The phone number is 505-857-8421. Right. Now, let's do this real quick. Let's call. Let me call him. Let me get a pen. I'm going to call right now while we're on the phone. I'm going to be the first motherfucker to call. Hold on a second. Looking for my pen. Hold on. Okay, what's the phone number again? 505. 
and I'm just so thankful that I was able to reach out and say this, say what happened pretty much. Because like I said, it's a small city. I don't think we'll get any kind of media coverage as far as nationwide. And it's just sad because when I turn on the TV and watch the news, I want to see my cousin, like how we seen George Floyd. But this happened so much, and this is a small city. I'm sure they would love to just sweep this underneath the rug. Right, right. I'm going to call my man D.R. Hughley, too, to talk about it on his um, radio show this week. Yeah, I'll do that as well. You know, and my man Earthquake, and I'll have both of them discuss it. Yes, sir, as much awareness as I can spread, I feel like that's my part to spread justice to this situation. Mm-hmm. Like I said, now, you talk about uh, no kids, living his best life. Oh, man, it's just sad. Yeah, it's sad, family. It's sad. Ain't no way around. There ain't no way to sugarcoat it. It's just, it's just bad all the way around. So when is the funeral? This happens. The funeral is going to be this weekend on the 9th. Okay. So if you already have a funeral, why do you need a GoFundMe? We're having the funeral on the 9th. Um, like I said, this is just to spread awareness. I'm pretty much doing this for my family. So pretty much anything that we get from this GoFundMe go is going directly to them. So I'm getting the information okay. that I was provided here. Right. Well, you know, when you deal with people in GoFundMe, and people don't really know, they, they're kind of reluctant to give money because they like, where the money going? Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So that's always an issue with GoFundMe as well. But some people, no disrespect to you, some people will take advantage of the situation. A lot of money could come in, and they didn't get the money. A lot of people don't know when um, O.J. Simpson um, murdered Nicole, so-called murdered Nicole, because he got acquitted, so he didn't really do it. Um, his Her sister got millions of dollars for Nicole, and never and never gave the family a dime. She kept all the money. Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy, right? In this situation, I'm just trying to spread awareness for my cousin. I know I sent you the police report, and like I said, this situation is still fresh to where we just want to spread as much awareness as we can. Right. And like I said, I'm, I'm going to do my part for you, fam, you know. That's what I'm going to do. Like I said, I'm going to talk to DL later today. I'll send him the stuff that you send me. He'll, he'll do a couple of mentions. I'll call Earthquake and tell him to do a couple of mentions on his podcast. And I'll call a other few people that I know around the country and the world um, to mention it. And the reason why it's so important to me, too, because I know Albuquerque shit, nobody's going to talk about it. Exactly. Nobody's going to Matter of fact, let me call these motherfuckers back one more time. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, police department has to be picking up the damn phone. Right. Yeah, but ladies and gentlemen, listen. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, listen. We're going to start calling, asking when the video will be released so that the proper people can look at it and know what's truly going on. The phone number to the 
Albuquerque, New Mexico Police Department. Again, it's area code 505-857-8421. The victim name is Keyshawn or Kenshawn? Keyshawn Thomas. Keyshawn. Keyshawn Johnson. I mean, Keyshawn um, Thomas. Keyshawn Thomas, ladies and gentlemen. Keyshawn Thomas, ladies and gentlemen. And we want people to call, text, when the video will be released. Now, who do we release it to? They're the police that have to be released. Do you got, is his family getting an attorney? Like I said, everything is fresh right now to where we're in the process of getting all that together. All right. And to any attorneys that's listening to this, any attorneys that fight these type of cases, um, what's your number, fam? My number is 505-506-5060. Yes. And tell them your name? Kareem. Okay. Speak, call and ask and speak to any um, attorneys that's willing to help, that understand these type of situations. Call this brother, see what you can do to help. I know I've got a lot of attorneys somewhere on this, and as my listener, let's see what we could do to help this brother. All right? That's extremely important. So, fam, listen. Oh, no, 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 no. Just, you know, I feel your pain, and, and my condolences go out to you, and I just wish the family, you know, it's not even no fucking words for this. I can't. I want to say I hope everything will be all right, but you're never all right. Right? Never. You're never all right when you lose someone. Never. Especially over some bullshit. Hold on a second, please. Okay, I'm back. Yeah, so please, ladies and gentlemen, again, call 505-857-8421. Brother's name is. I don't know why he keeps fucking up his name, his first name. Yeah, Keyshawn Thomas. Keyshawn Thomas, ladies and gentlemen. How do you spell Keyshawn? Just to be sure. Yeah, I'm still here with you. His first name. K E S H A W N. Okay, that's what I did. I put K E N, but it's K E S H A W N. Keyshawn. Yes, sir. Yeah, Keyshawn Thomas. My fans, my loyal followers, people who listen to me all over the world, you know what to do. Fam, all I could do is um, put the prayers out to you and hope that you can get through this. Hope this family um, will find a way to be strong, and I hope you guys find justice and truly find out what's going on. But the goal is um, don't slow up until you find out the facts. But it's not you. You you really can't, don't have no control. It has to be his parents. So I hope his parents are um, willing to fight and take this to what they have to, the depths they have to, to find out what happened and that justice is served, that this is not swept under the rug in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Because I'm quite sure down there, just because they're not getting no attention, they don't think nobody's going to be watching them. But now they're on the radar. We got them on the map. Yeah, and right. my people will do the best they can to make a phone call and 
So one thing about my fans, I want the fans to harass these motherfuckers. Call them every day, 50, 100 times a day. I have over 100,000 followers, listeners. Call this number every day until you get somebody on the fucking phone. On your lunch break, driving home, before you get on the plane, you get off the plane, before you go into the gym, before you sit down and have dinner, take two seconds to say, when is the video going to be released from the gas station of the shooting of Keyshawn Thomas? Oh, man, I wish you the best. I'm not even going to promote none of my other stuff on this. I'm just going, let's just be all about this this week. Stay in touch with it. Keep me posted, okay? And yes, I'll sir. call off during the week as well. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome, family. Take care of yourself. You too. Ladies and gentlemen, this is T.K. Kirker Podcast. You don't even know what to do. Call Albuquerque, New Mexico Police Department, number 505-857-8421. This is the T.K. Kirker Podcast. This is a serious issue. Please um, handle your handle. Talk to you soon, fam. Thank you. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.